Hi, welcome back. Episode 3, The Film Virgin. You absolute legend. It's so good of you to return. How are you? Miles here. I'm pretty good. It's a uh, beautiful, sunny, autumnal Sunday here in London, England. I'm making the most of that sunshine by standing alone in my lounge room and talking to myself, which is good. I've just got back from the gym Uh, Did a bit of exercise, which is all well and good, and I don't uh, deny the benefits of exercise. And any of you that don't do any form of exercise, I I would recommend. Uh, I mean, you've probably heard of it. It's a big deal. Like, it's it's supposed to be quite good for you. Though uh, on this particular Sunday, I think the main reason, maybe not the main reason, but one, a very strong reason for my uh, attendance at the gym today was that my boiler's broken. Uh, So I don't have any hot water and I hadn't showered since Friday. So, you know, two birds with one uh, gym. But that's good, isn't it? I spoke to the landlord uh, this morning, land landlady, the woman who owns the flat that I rent. I don't know. Landlady seems a bit uh, outdated. Anyway, she's nice. (laughs) They're going to fix it tomorrow. But so so I'll be able to shower again from tomorrow, which is uh, which I'm sure pleases you all. (laughs) <laughs> no end. Episode three, what have we got? We've got a very special guest on today's podcast. It's the one, the only, there is no other, Billy Burgess. Now, Billy Burgess has the same surname as I do, and that's because he's my brother. Billy and I are used to talking into microphones together. We host a radio show together. Billy's also a, uh, a journalist. He's, he's got a very critical eye, in a good way. He, he's a sort of, uh, he's an he's a arts and culture journalist, predominantly music-based, but uh, he's, he's, got a, he's got a good eye for things like film, for example. Like, hey, hang on a second, this podcast is about film. So for my first episode with my dear brother Billy, I've chosen a film that I haven't seen, obviously, but I know for a fact it is his favourite film. We're going to watch The Big Lebowski. You've probably heard of it. I mean, and you've probably read on the title of this episode that that's what we were going to watch. But anyway, without further ado, I hope you enjoy it. It's me and my brother. I'll talk to you again at the end. Bye now. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Wait. Are we on? We're on. Oh, oh, we I didn't realise we were on. Let's just... I've not done that. There we go, there's the cheers. Yeah, I thought I didn't do that with enough oomph if I hadn't known we were recording. You want to say cheers again? <laughs> cheers. 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 But then again, the oomph oh, isn't working. Oh, this is, I mean, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Hey. I set you up with some water there. Some water. I'll be honest, oh. to start off, it's not, it's in a fancy Perrier sparkling water bottle, but it is just tap water. Okay. But it looks, uh, it looks the part. Yeah, you know, I was in the shop this afternoon and I saw... It wasn't Perrier. 
It mm. was uh, San Pellegrino. I was like, I should buy some for Miles. Okay, does that come in a glass bottle as well? No, this was just in the plastic bottle. That's the plastic bottle. bottle. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then my next thought was, nah. Right. I bought two litres of sparkling water earlier today, but yeah. that's, for, that's for tomorrow, which is a whole other story. Okay, let's not uh, go but not the Yeah, not the expensive <laughs> we stuff. We don't need though. to know about what you do in uh, your downtime with but, your sparkling yeah. water. Yeah, well, I know. But I went through this phase of buying these bottles of Perrier because they're glass and yeah. it seemed to be better in terms of like recycling. Okay. And now we've got about three or four of them. Yeah. Because they're so nice, we've just stopped drinking sparkling water again and just, just I just them. fill them up. Yeah. This is why you need one of those things that puts the bubbles in for you. What are yeah. those called? I think they're just called carbonators. Carbonators. But I, I, they're, oh, they're called soda streams. Soda, but that's, but that's be a must brand. be the brand name. But don't, I was just calling them carbonators. Don't come at me with soda stream. I won't come at you if with soda If anyone's coming at me with soda stream. <laughs> They got another thing they'll coming. Get, they'll get what's coming. It's a very voluptuous bottle, the Perrier bottle. It's very nice indeed. Must be French. I feel like this setup you've got in here is like it's very well stage designed. It should be. We should be on camera. Yeah, nice it is. Table. It's a, a very symmetrical. It is. All it needs is a a screen for a film watching uh, podcast. It just needs a screen that's bigger than fourteen centimeters. Preferably that whole wall. The whole wall would rather be than screen. a mirror where I'm just looking at myself yeah. because the, the screen's far smaller. We are I haven't I haven't perhaps thought this bit through because we're just gonna talk for a while before we watch anything, but we are set up to be watching something, so we're not actually looking at each other. We're sat shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. Uh, ideal uh, conversing Yeah, but we've done a lot scenario. of like talking in our peripheries. That's true. I prefer not to look at you when I talk. <laughs> it does feel weird when you're talking to someone and you're not looking in that direction well, at all. even weirder when you're sat in front of a mirror. Yeah. So you're talking to someone, you're just looking at yourself. It's basically like being on Skype. It's a bit like being on Skype, which is really... Um, put our relationship on the rocks for a while <laughs> when, we, when had we had to, to communicate we, via Skype. We must be, I wouldn't say the only people, but we, we had to um, initiate Skype rules. Well, yeah, you couldn't, couldn't have the camera on. We weren't allowed to do video, yeah. Yeah, but because the camera wasn't on, then it was just like this. I was like, just like Googling things. And I guess so, like yeah. painting my nails and really just like going, uh-huh. Well, I often wonder if everyone else has the same level of narcissism as I do. Most people. Yeah, that's and, what and I think. A lot of I think people most have a lot people, more. I think most people don't realise that the person that they're talking to on Skype is also on the screen. Yeah. That you can look at them if you want. I think ideally <laughs> ideally most people would like the the uh, the ratio flipped. So they'd like so they the big screen to be themselves and then their friends in on the other side of the world who they haven't seen for two yeah. years just to be little sort but of thumbnails. You can blow up corner. your thumbnail to a bigger size or th your little um, avatar to a bigger size. I'm pretty sure on Skype. You can I make didn't it know bigger. that. Yeah. I need to get back And then on you the get Skype. carried away like anytime you're looking in a mirror. You start pulling faces. You start trying to get the, the best angle like for your face shape. And the other person doesn't notice because they're doing the same fucking thing. I'd be up for a full wall mirror. <laughs> Remember our mum's room when we were growing up? That's true. She yeah. had, I mean, it was like a, a cupboard, wasn't studio. it? But it was, yeah, just full, like, floor to ceiling, wall to wall uh, mirror. You should look for, mirror. like, in, in a, like, warehouse living, there's yeah. probably one that's set up as a dance studio. That's true, yeah. And you just plonk, a, like, a, a, a lilo on the floor. I just... <laughs> Yeah, be sweet, hasn't I it? can't afford an air mattress. <laughs> what you got any lilos? Well, like easy to block because you're gonna have to deflate it every day because the dancers will roll. That's in. true. So that's true. It's easy to block. They could perhaps way. incorporate the uh, 
Lilo into the <laughs> dance moves. Bring in a little kiddie pool. I just, yeah, I don't want any of me to go unnoticed. Yeah. So I got you a, a Prezi. Oh, you did? I got you a Prezi, yeah. But I think yeah. it's it's probably better to... It's better than the present that I didn't get you. You didn't get me one, that's nice. Um, well, I think it's probably more accurate to say I got us a present. Oh, okay. Because I know... <laughs> well, I know you're... So like you. I know you're not really one for, like, cinema snacks. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like at the top of the list of annoying people in that regard. Yeah, you are pretty, and you're at that the top of that list in a few uh, categories. But I tell you, um, the flip side of that is that I'm not annoying at the cinema because I'm not munching on. That's true. Knows what. That's true. Ruining the, the atmosphere. So, I guess so. Yeah. In many I mean, ways, I'm a martyr. Because yeah, but then if you weren't such a loud muncher to begin with, you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't have that issue to confront. It's unbelievably majestic teeth. You do have majestic teeth, um, but I just I I wanted to stick with the snack theme, so I'd at least get something that you would eat in theory. Okay. And then just see how yeah. you go, and I'll probably not like sure. This it. is going. Anyway, here you go. Got your pack of almonds. <laughs> Great. Almond. It's the it's the pretentious popcorn. Is it? No, I don't know. I just okay. made that up. Because but... <laughs> it's much better like, than popcorn. Like hipster popcorn. Particularly because these aren't salted. Yeah, they're just... Yes, there I go being annoying. No, no, it's just... okay. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want them salted either. But I mean, movie clearly... snacks, people like salt. I guess people like salty things. It's in the news that like but salt But you know they like sweet things life. as well. Yeah, they like sweet popcorn. Well, English people are, are their own kind of perverted. Yeah, well, I went to, um, to the Not cinema... Before you came, before you ever moved to London, yes, with um, a, a mutual friend of ours, yeah. our, our our closest mutual friend, yeah. and he asked if I wanted to share popcorn with him, yeah. and I would never eat popcorn, but I thought, why not? It's a fun cinema thing, and also I assume he's going to buy it. Yes. So he bought the popcorn, and then we went and sat down, and I had a bite, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And I, I, I never knew they made sweet popcorn. Yeah. It was horrendous. Like, you can imagine him buying sweet popcorn. That He probably I've doesn't know at, you get savoury popcorn. But I've been at the cinema with him recently, yeah. and he was eating the sweet popcorn. There you go. I mean, Mental. I think he doesn't even like films. Because <laughs> he... Get, like, I've been to his house to watch a film as well, yeah. this friend of ours. And he talked through the whole thing. Mm. But at least with the sweet starts popcorn... Doing, starts doing uh, chin-ups, push-ups, yeah. <laughs> but at least with the sweet popcorn, he's gotten the biggest one available. So there's not as much talking because he's shoveling and, that yeah. into his and face. It, it keeps him and there. Then it runs out and he's like, actually, I've got an appointment. <laughs> uh, he does make a lot of appointments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. All, they're mostly dental because yeah. of all that sweet food <laughs> he's eating. But yeah, sweet popcorn, I guess I can understand, I mean... You, it's popcorn kernels. It, it may just as well be sweet as savoury. Yeah. I can understand why it exists, but it is a shock when you've never had it before. Yeah, definitely. It's gross. Yeah. I didn't dig it. So, okay, before we, uh, before I tell you what we're going to watch okay. this evening, but on that topic, yeah. now, you and I are brothers. Okay. You're yes. aware of that. Um, <laughs> like, Got it. like uh, not like my brother from another mother you're yeah. my brother from the ex the exact same mother you're my brother yeah now brothers yes we're brothers now i obviously the the whole premise to this podcast is that i have not seen a lot of sort of classic iconic films through from throughout the uh, the ages yes now you had the same upbringing as me Oh, two years off. Uh, two right? years. You're two years Almost. younger. Yeah. Did you feel the same way? Like growing up, we didn't watch many films, but you've perhaps been a more inquisitive adult who has then sought out 
seeing a lot yeah. of films or do you still yep. feel like you haven't seen a lot of films that people say are the films you should have seen? Sure, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I haven't seen but there are things, like there was gaping holes in what we viewed when we yeah. were growing up that I half the time kind of remedied uh, or told people and, you know, was showing it and then half the time it just was, I was friends with a lot of stoners. Okay. Uh, and so they would like watching films like that we missed, like Back to the Future. Yeah. And, uh, Ghostbusters and yeah. like sort of classic films that are regarded as classics that we didn't watch as kids kind of just came up most of them okay well we'll see uh, so what we're going to watch tonight yeah. is a film that I'm well we wouldn't have watched as kids anyway but I think it is a 90s film but you'll be able to tell me it's I believe it's one of your favorite films we're going to watch so The Big Lebowski oh yeah which is, is that your favourite film, would you say? I don't or know if it's, I, it's hard to decide on such things. It's but it's, up there, it, it would be it? in probably the top two films that I've watched the most. Okay. And is it 90s, mid-90s? 98. 98. 20, 20th anniversary was uh, in May. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And that's, I think... It's definitely one of my favourite films. I, it, yeah. I, I can't imagine it being of the ilk that, that has... Aged badly, I think, because it, it's is it quite a self-aware film. I've watched it a lot, but I haven't watched it post Me Too era or post right. Oscar okay. So White or you know since I cut my hair off. Yeah, like various <laughs> things have happened sure. since I last watched it. it. It's the Coen Brothers, so it's a very intelligent film, and it's not going to contain any kind of really crass misogyny or uh, racism, but it might contain some uh, side effects of the time that it was made, yeah. like not having strong... I can think of some prominent female roles in it, but it may but not But it's going to be pretty male-heavy, I imagine. Oh, it's very... Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a... Yeah, it's a sweaty, yeah. drunk film. Okay. It, it's blokey. I was thinking about this this morning, and I wanted to ask you, do you think it's possible to be woke and not fully know what the definition of woke is. Yeah. Can I be woke if I don't know what woke is? I, this might be like Could, the, is that um, like the, the does that the, rule the me the out? The paradox of hipsters. No one uh, properly understands what a hipster is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a different thing because no one wants to be called a hipster, but they they labelled it. If someone's labelling themselves woke, like yeah. walk loud and proud, like hey. I'm the woke guy, woke guy in the house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not as woke as they think they are. Yeah. Likewise, hipster. If you're like, no, I'm a hipster, it's like, you're probably just That's a, like, true. A you're bit, ruling yourself a bit out. Artificial. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, yes and no, because I also well, now think I, that woke is like, it's kind of lost its, woke. it's lost its cultural currency, that term, because like adults are using it. Probably meant more when it was a term yeah. confined to like the, the, the fringe. If like people over the age of 50 are, are saying the word, yeah. it's dead. It's a long sure. I just the whole everything I've just said in the last five minutes makes me sound like a like a fuddy duddy, doesn't it? Well, you but you are old. Yeah, I feel pretty old <laughs> now that I've just said that. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see if the Big Lebowski's woke. I've as I said, I've watched this tons of times. I would have watched Coen Brothers films more than any other like when, filmmaker yeah. or makers. Yeah, when did in, did like they start aggregate. in the early nineties? Yeah, maybe in the late eighties. Yeah. but they they came to be recognised in the early 90s. But this was, I think this was a pretty breakthrough film. For sure, them. big time, but yeah. But they already had the pull to get, it's got an excellent cast, so they already had that sort of Is pull. this, uh, is this Jeff Bridges' best film? 
in your opinion? I guess so. I can't watch Jeff Bridges without thinking of the character he plays is the dude. Yeah. Uh, this must... Jeffrey Lebowski. I guess... I can't see him in anything else. I just see him... Even when I hear him in interviews, and I think he's pretty similar to the dude, but he's just quite civilised, yeah. where the character he plays is a bit of a okay. bum. But that very easily could have been... I know he speaks been... for the drawl. Yeah. So he's perfect for the role, but I watch him in uh, serious things, like another Coen Brothers film, True Grit. Okay. Which is a Western. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's the dude. Yeah, like, right. Okay, he's badass cowboy, I don't think so. Okay. And... And he, uh, what did he, he won an Oscar for another it was serious the, film, the cow, well, he was a cowboy, and that was, was, was a country western, singer. yeah, what was that film called, something about a heart, Colin Farrell in crazy, crazy heart, heart? Yeah. yeah, Colin Farrell was in it, he was the star, yeah, like the, uh, not in the film, but the star country singer, and he's got and long hair, Jeff Bridges was like the kind of um, alcoholic, yeah, like guy who was like a brilliant songwriter, but never made it, yeah, that was good, yeah, I guess I watched that before I'd really uh, had my uh, come into synchronicity with The Big Lebowski. So I, I dug Jeff Bridges okay. in that, but I, yeah, I don't even, oh, I do remember what did it with The Big Lebowski. That was an, I got, it was around that same time I watched The Sandlot in the States. Right. I had another friend who loved The Big Lebowski and had like a big poster up in his, at this pool house bedroom and watched it probably for the second time there. I'm like, holy shit. And it's it's set in Los Angeles, so. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, holy shit, this movie's amazing. And during that stay in, in the United States, which only was three months, I'd probably watch it like six more times. Wow. <laughs> it became like my, like a uh, teddy bear. That was, yeah, that was when your love for it really blossomed. Yeah, and death, no turning back. Once, once you pop. <laughs> well, this could be it for you, Mars. Oh, yeah. Or well, this could be the, the time where you go, actually, I don't ever want to watch that Potentially, again. I'm, like, quite annoying. about oh, this bit. Oh, like, the worst guy well, ever to watch yeah. it. Of all films, like, I hate that guy, but this would be the one where I'd be like, oh, oh get ready, prepare yourself, this bit. Sure. Well, that's what I... Well, it's not that, but when I watch Grease, yeah. I just say all the lines. Yeah. Like, I don't say, oh, this is, like, this is yeah. a great... Oh, I might, but I'll still just say all the lines. Mm. And people walk out. People walk out when you're cheating with them, and, and yeah. rightly so. No, I mean, absolutely. It is Greece as well. Well, it's Greece as well. That's <laughs> a, But it's like, I think people watch it with me for the spectacle. They're like, they can't yeah. believe that I'll, I'll know all the I'll lines. Yeah. And then, like, halfway through, they're like, yeah, this is fucking annoying. You know all the lines, and you're, <laughs> but you're also saying them all? Yeah. No, that is... I mean, it's amusing and like adorable <laughs> in its own way. It's more, I only think... if like there's a like a really large distance between you and the other person. Yeah, it's good over Skype. <laughs> it's a great film to watch over Skype yeah. because I'm just looking at myself <laughs> and you're watching Greece, and it's win-win. Yeah. Uh, should we watch um, The Big Lebowski then? I want to watch the Big Lebowski. Watch the Big Lebowski. You dragged me here for. Uh, and then afterwards, oh, it's a great movie. We'll consider I'm very watching excited. Grease. No, we're not going to watch Grease. Okay. I mean, we'll see. No, we won't. We'll just watch the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Maybe I'll pop home and we'll get on Skype. <laughs> cool. All right, here we go. Where's the money, Lebowski? Oh, I want that money, Lebowski. Bunny says you get for it. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the fucking money, shithead? Oh, it's, uh, oh, um, it's 
down there somewhere. Let me take another look. Don't fuck with us. A lot's happened. I'm oh, like, yeah, exactly. There's lots of different people, lots of different characters yes. with lots of different stories overlapping, yeah, of sort of. Interested parties. Certainly. Which may be a bit of dialogue later. Oh, okay. Well, you'd know. I might be wrong. Has that happened? <laughs> am I wrong is um, a line that's said a lot in the film. Okay, yeah, no, that's true. different to am I right. So, Jeff Bridges is playing the dude yes. who is the big Lebowski. His name's... Or maybe he's it's not, no, but he's there's yeah. there's multiple Lebowskis. Okay. Yeah. So, there's been a case of mistaken identity yes. at the start. Classic stuff. There's, so, is... Is his name Jeff Lebowski as well? Yes, Jeffrey Yeah, so there's Lebowski, two Jeffrey yeah. Lebowskis, uh, and the dude yes. was mistaken for the big Lebowski yeah. then, presumably, yeah. whose uh, wife owed people money. Yeah, all uh, over town. All over town, and that's and that spiralled yeah. from there. She's now been kidnapped, yes. or she was kidnapped a little while ago, uh, and the dude, Lebowski, was employed by the big Lebowski, Yeah. To uh, to pay the ransom, yeah, uh, to, make the drop. to make the drop to get Bunny Lebowski back. Yes, Ta Tara it all Reed. went. Is that who that is? Tara Reid. It yeah. is. Yeah, uh, from American Pie. It was her. She was big deal. I think at this point. This was time. her moment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This probably was what broke her career. I guess this <laughs> this is before American Pie. Yeah. Oh, I meant it broke, like, it, it caused the downfall. Oh, right. <laughs> but maybe it is before. It must be, like, basically the same year. American Pie was at 99, maybe. Maybe. It's about the same, yeah. yeah. And then she started making, like, um, there was a film, like, uh, Piranhas in a Tornado or something. Okay. <laughs> I, might, I might be making that up. No, but that doesn't sound, like, too far off what she would <laughs> like have Like, something like that, Piranhas yeah. in a Tornado. Something, some shit like that, yeah. But she's in it. Uh, but the, um, the, the drop has gone tits up. Yeah. They didn't pay the money. Yeah. Uh, they kept the million dollars in the dude's car yeah. and now the dude's car has been stolen. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Flippin' heck. Well, it's... The Coen brothers, they're so good at creating a... The best word to describe it is a clusterfuck. There is a clusterfuck, It's like yeah. an overlap of people who don't quite know what's going on and don't quite know, like, the truth of it or the authenticity yeah. of it, but are all very... Uh, agitated by it. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like it's done in their serious films and it's done in their comedies and it's just wonderful yeah. to watch. But that's why their films, I think, get better as you view them multiple times. And there's, it is very funny. There's already three knockout performances, yeah. and that's not including Jeff Bridges. Like Jeff Bridges is great, we, but he's like the main character, so he he doesn't quite get the humour that I've got from um, John Goodman, yes, hands so good. down, is hilarious. Steve Buscemi, yeah. Buscemi, Buscemi uh, is very funny, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's, I was thinking, because uh, you asked before we started watching it, if I thought it was Jeff Bridges' best role. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's one of my all-time favourite actors, if not my favourite, and he's a brilliant dramatic actor, yeah. but it might be my favourite PSH yeah. role. He's, he's so, so fucking funny. He's so good. Like, just his, uh, I guess he's playing like a really uptight camp yeah. uh, personal assistant to the big Lebowski. Yeah. And, I mean, his timing is amazing. The, his his uh, kind of inconspicuous, uh, his very conspicuous, sorry, awkwardness. Yeah. That he 
portrays is the so scene, good. The scene when um, the big Lebowski was crying, yeah, and Philip Seymour Hoffman had to like pretend to cry, like he's like, a man can cry too, and so Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman is like pretending to cry, and then all of a sudden he has to go into like business, like yeah, admin mode, and he, yeah. he gets out his piece of paper and he starts talking logistics yeah. or whatever, so that he's been great. Steve Buscemi is, is very much one trick, but it's it's working every time. It's my favourite Steve Buscemi role, I think, yeah. and I, I also am a fan of his, but yeah, he, he plays like a total like nitwit, yeah. but like a... Like, the lovable simpleton. Yeah, but with a really good script, it yeah, helps that yeah. character. Yeah, and, and who's um, kind of under attack from John Goodman's character, yeah. Walter. So you side with him from the off. Like yeah. you're like, oh, I'll leave him out of this. Yeah, because you otherwise, if there wasn't that aggression from Walter towards him, you'd be like, this guy's annoying. But because Walter's always totally. yelling at him, yeah. so many. I don't know if you've. For me, I find that this film, a lot of it has entered popular culture. A lot of the lines. And then, because I've watched it so much, a lot of them kind of entered my uh, lexicon. Okay, it's yeah. I guess it's hard to know like w what things were said before. Yeah, because <laughs> he says fucking a, which dude I, fucking uh, a, which yeah, maybe it's been said yeah. before, but its use in in this is like yeah. quite iconic. And then I know this was an expression long before. It's not this film that found it, but for me, like him saying. Ooh, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, bummer, like, that's man. when I started using the word bummer. Okay, yeah. The things like uh, you're out of your element. Things that Walter says mainly, you're out of your element. Also, you're entering a world of pain. Yeah. Like those are things that people say. The dude saying, uh, well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's just great lines. And then I think you probably got it just there, like the whole fucking premise of the film, dude, where's my car? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that scene. So the dude's car gets stolen uh, and he's called the dude yeah and he says dude where's your car or whatever yeah. and that dude, is where's your car i Which think is... that is the whole film dude yeah. where's my car with uh tara reed's american pie coat star yeah stifler stifler Someone he's got a real name he's got name. a triple yeah. yeah jonathan taylor thomas not him no it's not chris, jtt chris uh is it sean sean william scott or something yeah, like that it. yeah yeah and, and the cooch, and the cooch, yeah. Uh, and we've not even got, we've seen her face and we've just heard her voice just as we've stopped it. We've hardly got any Julianne Moore yet. Yes, Maud um, Lebowski. Maud Lebowski, yeah. So, and I'm assuming she's playing a pretty big role. Mm. So there's still plenty to come, I imagine. So I'll point out, uh, just... <laughs> We go bowling a lot, you and I. Yeah. I think my love of bowling was planted by this film, but I, anytime I, like, do a good bowl, yeah. I say the line, I'm throwing rocks tonight, <laughs> and no one ever vibes on it. Okay. But it's the first line that Donnie or Steve Buscemi has in the film. He just hits a strike. And okay. Goes, I'm throwing rocks tonight. I always say it, and people think it's like, oh, no, you'll get better. Well, like, as though I yeah. mean that I'm doing terrible balls. Something I love about Coen Brothers, and especially in this film, is the way they echo dialogue, or they echo bits of speech. And having seen this so many times, I know them all now, but the f like maybe the third time I watched it, I started really noticing it. Yeah. Like there's the scene at the start where George Bush is on the TV, and he says, this aggression will not stand. Yeah. And then that's said by Walter oh, a bit yeah. later. Uh, and there's, there's a bunch of other instances of it, and it's just such good writing, 
and and such good faith in the quality of what they're going to produce that they expect people to watch it multiple times. Yeah, something I did notice, and I have read about this, is and I can't remember which is which, but it it only said that one of them was the director, and it said yeah. the other was the producer. Yeah, that was all the films. Some sort of I think it's some sort of like Academy rule or yeah. something that you have to. That was up until yeah, like a bunch of films after this. Yeah. Until they started creating. But it is definitely directed by. Yeah, Ethan it's definitely Delco. both of them. Yeah, it's I can't remember which is which, but any behind the scenes videos you see or whatever. The actors talk about talking to both of them okay, about yeah. all decisions that are made. From oh. all reports, though, the Coens are freakish in the way that they answer the same questions, even if they're oh, on really? the other side of the room. Like they'll give the same answer. Okay. Like the actor will be like, "What do you think I should do for this bit?" And they'll ask the other guy, and he's like, "We'll say the same thing." Yeah, which should be the same with us. But if we were asked, like, "Who's the best left-handed opening batsman for Australia in the last twenty years?" Matthew Hayden. Well, exactly. But so if if two people asked us questions that were very <laughs> very niche to uh, yeah, if, our joint reckon, knowledge, yeah, yeah. then we'd do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like um, if we said if we were directing a film, we said to Steve Ruskemi. In this next part, why don't you channel the best Australian left-handed opening batsman of the last 20 years? Yeah. And then he would say, who's the best yeah. left-handed? And we'd both, and I'd be you'd, be, you'd have said it to him and I'd be in the corner, like at the, I'd be at the buffet. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And then I'd you, just turn you, around and I'd go, Matthew Hayden. And you'd go, Matthew Hayden. Because I've, I've got a mouthful <laughs> of food. That's why you just get the producer's credit. Yeah. You That's why Steve Buscemi never worked with us again. <laughs> Well, wait till he hears this podcast go out and yeah. hear our high praise. Do you know, I think this podcast might break us. Well, I hope so, because we're peaking too soon with this, the big Lebowski. Great soundtrack, right? Bob Dylan. It's a really good Man soundtrack. Not a big Bob Dylan song. Slap it in the big Lebowski. That's very good. Best ever version of uh, Hotel California. Yeah, I've that's heard. the Gypsy Kings. Gypsy Kings. That comes okay. up later. That's another thing that's echoed. Ooh. So when they were doing the drop... Run, uh, Run to the Jungle was on yeah. Credence. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Okay. Yeah. And because Credence was then mentioned um, to the police yeah. as one of the things that were stolen so, were yeah, these, Credence, these Credence tapes. tapes, which is worth repeating. I um, well, And the, 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 um, so far, the first black character in the film, the, the, the black cop, said uh, wouldn't hold, the, the white guy was like, wouldn't hold up much hope for... Uh, Whatever, and the guy was like, all the credence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I um, when I went to Iceland last year, I did a lot of driving, and the this my second most played artist through the twenty eight hours I drove over two yeah. days was Credence. Very good, good very music. good driving yeah. music, yeah. road tripping music. Mm-hmm. So I would be gutted if I'd lost my Credence tapes whilst I was in Iceland. <laughs> it's set in the early 90s, so I guess tapes were significant. Yeah. Particularly for a guy who doesn't have a job. He needs well, yeah, Credence tapes. exactly. All right, well, uh, should we crack on? Yeah. Let's get back into it. Start talking and talk fast, you lousy bum. We've been frantically trying to reach you, dude. Where's my goddamn money, you bum? Well, well we... I, 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 I don't... They did not receive the money, you nitwit! They did not receive the money! Her life was in your hands! This is our concern, dude. No, man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing is fucked? No, man. The goddamn plane has crashed into the mountain! No, man, come on. Who are you going to believe? Those guys are... We dropped off the damn money. We? I. 
uh, a lot of interested parties. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. A lot of ins, lots of outs. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Okay. So. And my little pie since the last. Yeah, Julianne Moore came along. Yes. She wanted. She wanted the money. The, the, the missing million, yeah. missing million dollars. Uh, she's she's playing the Big Lebowski's daughter, Maud. She, yeah, and she wanted uh, it for a more morally uh, yes agreeable reason. So the the money wasn't actually the Big Lebowski's. It it was the charity. Yes. That they run together. He has and no then, money. And then she reveals that um, Bunny Lebowski, yeah. the, the wife who's been uh, kidnapped. Yeah is a a porn actress adult film star. adult film star yeah. yes and then we later get the adult filmmaker jackie treehorn yeah he comes into it he wants the money yes <sighs> more interested parties <laughs> the nihilists mm -hmm. they want the money yeah flea 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 inclusive a line that's basically in german he does what was um, uh, the Chili Peppers' most recent album at this point, 98? It would have been One Hot Minute and a Minute, Come and Get It. Come and if get you, it. Something, I would, something, Come and Spin It. Spin It. Is that, and then, is that before, when's Californication? 2000. 2000. Yeah. So that would have been the next one? Or one Hot Minute, one? which was 95 or 96, is when... Uh, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction was in the band. Oh, God, don't but we always that. then they got that. John Frusciante back. Yeah. He wrote all those, uh, like, Other Side and Sky's Issue. And so, and so on. what, 95, he was deep in a heroin addiction or something? John Frusciante, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he probably is right now as well. Sure, 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 sure. But a, maybe a more manageable one. Oh, no, he's probably gone back well, to Well, he's not in the band anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know what he's doing. I hope he isn't. I think he left for artistic reasons this time, though, perhaps. But anyway. Imagine, like, being interested in music and waking up one day and, oh god i'm in the red hot chili yeah i guess he made all the money he needed that he'd lost and, and then he went yeah, yeah yeah even with my songwriting this band stinks well yeah being that person who's got some sort of credibility as a musician people love him but i think band. he's overrated Probably, but he's probably better than the yeah. nineteen-year-old they've got playing guitar now. I was thinking about the expressions "overrated" and "underrated." Yeah, actually, today, and that usually when they're used, it means someone disagrees with what other people thinks and thinks something sucks. Yeah, but I think they're much more significant if you use them to mean that something that is good is just thought to be too good. Yeah, I think, and that's, that's, that's what I think of sense. John yeah, Frusciante. I think he's overrated, but I'm not denying that he's good. Yes. Uh, I agree with your take on overrated, underrated. Because yeah. usually it just means, no, I don't like that. Because if someone asks me if something's overrated, the first thing I'll do is trying to figure out how, how well rated, rated it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Not think if I like it or yeah. not. It's just a way for people to, it's like a passive, it's a passag way to say, I think that's shit. It's how people use it, go, overrated. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And nice use of passag. <laughs> It's a delicious uh, That's curry. Italian. Uh, it's a, uh, and so, we, I mean, by the end of this portion we've just watched, Bunny Lebowski, yeah. Yeah. Tara Reid, has just reappeared yeah. 
She was never kidnapped? No, she, yeah, she, she right? went to Palm Springs with some friends. So it was all a ruse and a lot of people are trying to make money out of nothing. Yeah, classic clusterfuck. It's a classic clusterfuck, a lot of interested parties. Yeah. But presumably all these threats that have uh, uh, appeared throughout the film to the dude, yeah. Jeff Bridges, will still want the money. Nothing's been tied up. It's not, yeah. it's not over yet. Uh, and all he ever wanted was his rug back. It really tied the room really together. Really tied the room together. Yeah. That's another one I, I, of the uh, bits of dialogue, the, yeah. the phrases that become iconic. That's iconic among Big Lebowski fans, definitely, but it's the sort of expression I use often out of context or relevance. Okay. I'm like, oh, it really ties the room together. <laughs> and I'd always hope for a laugh, but people would be like, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, but... You you also don't want a laugh every time because then you wouldn't want to do it anymore. No, I guess it's I don't the, want to laugh. I want to wink. It's the exclusivity. It's the you want one yeah. out of ten person to recognise that, and then you become best friends with that person. Yeah, 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 you don't want true. everyone just to be like. No, it is such a um, a big film among its fans, which is almost the worst thing about loving it so much. Mm. Not the worst, like whatever, but. It's like, I know that there's people that love it way more. It's not niche. Like oh, it, yeah. It, like, it's, it's mainstream, but cult. If you adopt that attitude, you can talk yourself out of liking anything. Yeah. Like, if you, yeah, if you, if you a, can't yeah. like anything that other people like more, it's like, well, you can't like anything. Yeah. And I'm... I, this is a tangent, but I'm not the kind of guy who, like, likes stuff and then it gets big and I stop liking it. Yeah. Because I think that's this really ridiculously stupid attitude that people... Take it. So I was in that before it was big. Like now it's sold out. Like what is is there anything that you've just, done anything like that with? Is no, there anything I've done more, that with? It's you, you, no. you've just grown out of things. Not, not yeah. It's more yeah. Like bands them. like that I used to like. Yeah. Well, never grew, never was old enough to grow into them. <laughs> well, yeah. That was probably someone that you thought you should like, and then you realised that they're a bit dog shit. My favourite thing about them was that they had a lot of albums. And well, they, yeah. And before the internet. And when you're 12, it's easy to learn about all their albums because they're yeah. so big, they're in all the shops. Then I discovered other bands that had albums, but you had to get the internet to, well, or, or, you know, be not 12 years old. I remember, amazingly, uh, if you were 12, I was 14, being able to uh, impress the, like, the music arty girls at high school by telling them about my 12-year-old brother who owned every single Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Yeah, by two, and, I think. And and I remember taking them all into school. Oh, really? To like prove yeah. it. Like I, I got your permission yeah. for it. Yeah. I, remember I no, took I had them a, all by in. By the end of yeah, I was still twelve when I had. I didn't have the first album, or no, just didn't have the. At that time, the latest album was California yeah. so I didn't have the first one, which was self-titled, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, and all the rest. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Tangent. Well, anyway, yeah, so because Flea's in this, he should come yeah. back into it, I imagine. The Nihilists yeah. aren't done. No. Um, no one's done it. I mean, it's not really done, but it did, it just has kind of hit a, like a zenith. Like, yeah. It can only unravel or calm down from this point. All right, let's finish this bad boy off. Hey, man. How do you do, dude? I wonder if I see you again. Miss the semis. How's things been going? Oh, you know, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. I'm sure I got you. Yeah. 
Thanks, Gary. Well, take care, man. Gotta get back. Sure. Take it easy, dude. Oh, yeah. I know that you will. Yeah, well, to do the vibes. So that wraps it up. There was a confrontation with the Nihilists. Yeah. A fight. Steve Buscemi had a heart attack. Unfortunately, we lost Donnie. We lost Donnie. He died. Yeah, yeah he was so youthful. Shocker. But um, yeah, goddamn, it was a good film. I think um, I am in an advantageous position to enjoy it yeah. in that I'm a white man. I yeah. think that helps. It's pretty blokey. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not especially inclusive in terms of like the Mexican character, the Jesus, is played by an Italian-American. Mm-hmm. And I brought this up maybe in our first break, the only the first black character. It wasn't because I was trying to make yeah. like, oh, there's a black man. But it was like, there isn't going to be any uh, yeah. big roles for uh, actors of I've already forgotten the black of, man. There was a policeman. He was the there was one policeman, kind of the second. Yeah. And, and Modlebarski's really only great. one woman. Yeah, and she's brilliant. She's always brilliant. Yeah. But it's not, there's not a, and I don't think this is to the film's detriment when you're looking back on it. Yeah. That it doesn't have diversity because that story is is a tale of the failure of man because there's a, yes. there's so much aggression, there's so much ego, there's so much greed displayed. Yes. There's no like uh, resounding kind of uh, moral honour from any of those male characters. No, precisely. It is really highlighting male flaws. Yeah. And yes, that the, the dynamic of the three, the, the group of three, Jeff Bridges, John Goodman and Steve Buscemi, yeah. it is quite reliant on the fact that they are blokes. Oh, it's yeah. a blokey thing. Yeah. But it yes, it, it I presume most people who, who claim the Big Lebowski is their favourite film are probably men. Well, I the cult that surrounds it, and it, this is, I guess, is the secondary reason why the, the cult that surrounds it kind of makes me go, oh, bummer, I love that film. Yeah. Because the way that they like it or the things that they value in it, and not, not necessarily like categorically different to what I like about it, but they're really, you know, they kind of um, stick the dude on a podium like, sure. what a guru. Yeah. And it's like... Great film, hilarious character, but he's not a guru. He's not a. He's not an icon. Yeah. Like you know, you don't want to aspire to be him. Yeah. Or anyone. It, it. is uh, um, not to get all. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know the film, but not to get all like holy and then now, um, because there is some like great dialogue and clever elements to the film. Yeah. Well, it is very. It's a clever film, but uh, I remember growing up, some of the sort of people who would say it was one of their favorite films. Yeah. And it, it was probably more for the John Goodman swearing a lot, and the I, yeah, it attracted two different. Camps. Well, and it's a it's a very good drinking film. It's um, not to encourage problem drinking on your family friendly podcast, but it's it, they're, they're drinking all the time at any hour of the day. Yeah. So that's another thing you'd like, or, or that people would um, get like reverential about. So, oh, look at them. Bowling and drinking all yeah. the time. It did make me want to go bowling more yeah, often. Absolutely, we tried That's to find sure. that bowling alley. It's closed down in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay, 
where they shot it. It's closed down now. But That's a travesty. Yeah, you'd think that would keep you in... going forever. Well, I guess what I know? the internet didn't really become a thing mm. for a while. All the cults didn't really become a thing. Within a month of rewatching, if we talked about before when I, I saw it the second time, within a month of that happening, I went to a big Lebowski, like, fest, not a festival, a big themed party, mm. like, that was run, as, I think, as part of the big Lebowski, or the San Francisco Film Festival had a big Lebowski party. So I went to that, which was in this kind of big warehouse venue in San Francisco, and they had uh, trampolines, which is from the mm. Jackie Treehorn scene, they had uh, like bowling alley, like kind of not proper bowling alleys, but set up bowling at where you could go and bowl. And all sorts of other um, amenities relating to the film. There was a lot of women there. I guess it was just a party. But yeah. were, I went with a group of women and then I met other women. Yeah. There. No, it, it is a good film. Yeah. It's a great film. It's very enjoyable. I don't think it... Um, I'm a man. I'm a white man. Everything's easy for me. I know that. I don't think it ostracises its woman audience. I don't think it says you can't enjoy this no. unless you're a horrible bloke. No, I agree. It's, as we say, it's not really, there's, it's not really glorifying any of its male characters. No, and if you're taking the view that it is, that's fine for your own enjoyment. Yeah. It's very, I guess, patronising to tell someone they're wrong for liking it yeah. in a way that I don't. But that's not its object, I don't think. Yeah. No, and maybe this is just me being uh, unwoke, if that's the thing. Yeah. But just the 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 core subject, like like you say, the the bowling and the drinking or whatever, yeah. are, are stereotypically yeah. male. With and I think that stereotype is something that it it, it consciously is accentuating. Yeah, his favorite bands, Credence. Yeah, he was a roadie for Metallica. Yeah. The band he hates is the Eagles. This is all dude stuff. He's the dude, like, is his name. Yeah. And, he, and he's in the third person, refers to himself as that. It's like how ridiculous and embarrassing yeah. are men. And really the only intelligent character in it is Julianne Moore's character. Yeah. And she's great. She's, she's excellent, fantastic. Yeah. I would always would like more of her in films. Yeah. I, I think just generally being so woke... Uh, uh, yeah, I like a pretty. I like a. <laughs> I like a pretty even balance of men and women yeah, in my film of films. But um, this was a, a perhaps a necessary part of telling this particular story. Yes. What, like, well, there, there's not the really. Era that we like, don't, I hope we enter an era. We're the way off it, but I hope we enter an era when. Uh, women being gross and yeah. uh, sweaty and drunk and isn't just seen as sad or sure. uh, we should give them help. It, yeah. it can be just a fun thing. I agree. But you look at this film, it's not like you'd be like, well, that could have been played by, I guess, like one of the police officers could have been a woman. Yeah. Perhaps one of the nihilists could have been a woman. But really, the main characters were, like, as we've already said, essential to be sort of uh, exacerbating that male idiot. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> What am I saying? Idiocy. Idiocy, thank you. There was a woman nihilist. She cut her toe off. Yeah, this I don't know thing. if she was counted, though. She was no. just one of the nihilists. But women girlfriend. have to sacrifice yeah. themselves. Yeah, and that was a funny line. Like, his girlfriend cut her toe off. We want our money. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> uh, that, might, that was my German accent. Yeah, way. well, it's probably better than fleas. Yeah, flea was... He's never been a convincing actor. No. 
All right, fantastic. Good, good stuff. Excellent. That was a that was a solid uh, solid innings. Solid innings. I mean, there was a cricket bat in the film as well. There was a cricket bat Worth in the film, noting. yeah. So if we had it been on set nihilist. that day, and one of them came to us and said, how do you want me to swing this cricket bat? It's like, you're probably for the, uh, like, uh, take for inspiration, maybe the uh, best uh, left-handed opening batsman of Australia in the last 20 years. Mostly <coughs> Hayden. <laughs> yeah, you, like, eating a cricket bat-sized uh, uh God, when we bun. become co-directors... Filmmakers, I'm going to spend so much time at the buffet table. It'll kill you. Yeah. Rest in peace, Donnie. Alrighty. Well done. You made it to the end. Nice job. That was me and my brother Billy watching The Big Lebowski. It was a good film. I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was very complex. So lots of things happened and whew, it was hard to keep up with at times. Uh, you probably noticed we, we spoke a lot about the different things that were happening. So yeah, you just heard it. Uh, a big thank you to my brother Billy. Always a pleasure. I particularly enjoy it when Billy gets uh, passionate about something. Usually it's it's music, but uh, it was good to hear his thoughts on his favourite film. And thanks so much to you. Thanks for listening. You're an absolute legend. I guess I'm up on iTunes and Spotify now. Uh, you're possibly listening on one of those platforms. If you know uh, good ways to show appreciation for this podcast on those platforms why don't you do it that sounds great um leave a review or give a a star rating north of four stars five stars give a five star rating that would be great um please did i say please please give me all of the stars and I will love you forever and ever and ever and ever. Until next time, see yous.